Welcome to the Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we have got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to talk about this week. So tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, it is the Gold Hoarder episode. We are going to be covering our thoughts and feelings on the latest season six. Uh, we are going to be talking about how it feels overall now that we have a majority of the content and we dive into the Pirate Legend Voyages a little bit. We didn't want to spoil anything for those that haven't gotten a chance to do the latest adventure. And as a result, uh, we'll be covering that next week's episode. So this week, we're going to be talking about server stability versus content uh, and trying to get a good gauge on how the players, the Keelhauled members, how they are feeling about Seize Thieves and uh, the content that they have, as well as uh, the season six and where kind of ranks. So uh, really, really great discussion. I had a great time having them on and we are going to be doing this again next month at the end of the month uh, for all the patrons that are in the captain's tier. So uh, Pirates, speaking of, let's talk about them. So before we get into the conversation with the patrons, I want to thank them uh, and those that are not here uh, because they're the ones that went over to patreon.com forward slash Killhaunt podcast to show their support for this Sea of Thieves podcast and make it what it is now. They're the ones that are helping me get to SOT Fest. Uh, they're the ones that are actually helping me uh, make sure that the, uh, the the podcast is taken care of as far as like uh, uh, hosting and, and the quality as well as the Discord server and paying for the channel so that way uh, I can get the higher quality of, of streaming or, or recording from them when we do these episodes. Uh, so it's thanks to them that are supporting this. And I want to thank them uh, by calling out their names each episode. So thank you to People's Republic, Elcute, Slum, Captain Hasco, Chateau Neuf, Chris, Cloud, Cosmic Johnson, Davram TV, El Jefe Esteban, Fergatron, Trickster, Jabaro, uh, Jabaro 5, sorry, Jabaro, uh, Kazi of the Rogue, King Flameheart, Lumpy SRQ, Ocarian Darth, Dub Dub Goose, Evil Morpheus, Xbox Mike 29, Munchie, Mutinous Max, Registella, Norwegian, Skinny Matt, Scum Melt 666, Strange Stan, Tar film that kilted guy tn professor real big tuna uriel canes big bad pad mina fairy super pack music me the lore chronologist dead eye dre ghost boy 20 murphy lives neon evil martha peter miller ruski do straw hack hunter thor von blitz windsor chris and zam wow thank you all so much for your support it means the world to me and if it wasn't for you i wouldn't be in the position that i am to be able to thank you so uh you're helping me a lot with this and as we now get into the gold hoarder episode uh thank you to those that showed up and shared your thoughts and opinions and keeping things uh as interesting as, as we do each and every month welcome everyone to this month's gold hoarder episode it is april i almost forgot what month we're in uh it's the end of the month for april in 2022 and that means we're going to be sitting down to chat with uh the gold hoarders that are able to make it for the recording uh, if you're not, they're they're done on the same day every every end of the month. Uh, the last Saturday of every month, uh, we get together uh, around 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, 9 p.m. Uh, British Standard Time. Which I is it GMT right now or is it uh, BST? No, BST. Uh, BST. Okay. So GMT's I think an hour behind you guys right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I have no clue what time it is over in, in Australia and New Zealand regions. So for, forgive me for that, but I know it's pretty early. Uh, around about uh, t- 10 past 6 a.m. Man, on Sunday. 
Uh, so yeah. yeah. And then uh, of course it's uh 4 PM right now in, uh, Eastern standard time. So that's kind of the, the, if you guys haven't, if you've been listening to these in your gold hoarder and you haven't been able to jump in, um, this is when we, we typically do these, but, uh, this week we have a good cast with us. Uh, the crew is, uh, sitting large at two galleons. It looks like, uh, myself, Mina Ferry, Norwegian people's Republic, Registella, trickster, big, bad pad and Xbox Mike. Uh, Mina, how you doing today? Really good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear. Looking forward to double cake this week. Double cake? Mm-hmm. How are you getting double cake? Because we have two birthdays this week. That's awesome. That's a good reason to have double cake for sure. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Norwegian, how are you doing? Welcome. Fantastic. Thank you. Just enjoying not working this weekend. Nice. Glad to hear it. People's Republic, welcome. How you doing? I'm doing well. Hope you're doing well, Logan. Good, good. Can't complain. Uh, Registella, welcome. How you doing? Uh, doing good. A little bit cold over here in uh, good old Tasmania, but uh, why not? Is it getting down to like the, the zero degrees over there or is it still within like the tens to twenties? It's currently 16 degrees. That's yeah, that's that's pretty cold. Not terrible, yeah. but it's it's definitely still pretty cold. Um, Trickster, how you doing? Good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Something> sweet. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good, Trickster. Just working on that much of anything. Oh. Come to hang out. Well, I'm glad you're here. Uh, Pad, how you doing? Welcome. Yeah, doing well. Good. Very good. Awesome. Sort out me seeing see if Sea of Thieves Fest stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've been seeing you've been looking for hotels and people are looking for flights yeah. and whatnot. I'm, I'm going to be doing the same pretty soon here. And then, of course, Xbox Mike 29. How you doing? Welcome, buddy. Did I lose you? Sorry about that. <laughs> slight issue with the head slight issue with the headset there yeah i'm good thank you yeah i've had a week off work so I, oh um, nice oh that's awesome so i've recovered recovered nicely so yeah it's been good excellent Awesome. Well, this week, uh, we have got a lot to talk about. Um, we're going to be kind of focusing in on season six so far. Uh, we just got the last adventure for this season, Adventure 3. Uh, we're going to be holding off on talking about that because we want to try and make sure that folks have an opportunity to experience it themselves uh, before we really kind of spoil a whole lot. Uh, the Athena voyages are now available and the reputation is now increased to 30 and i've had a really good time with it but uh if we if we do talk about that that'll be a little bit later um there's not much in the way of spoilers for that that you really need to talk about um unless you start digging into the lore uh but i haven't had enough opportunities to do it to really kind of uh work on like what's going on lore wise with that so um if we do talk about that i i think we'll probably kind of keep it high level and just kind of chat about some of the different um, feelings about how it plays out, how how interesting it is, if it's replayable enough, and how it affects uh, Athena voyage uh, reputation and emissaries and stuff like that. Um, but I wanted to kind of talk about season six because now that we have everything that we are were expecting with season six. Uh, I'd love to get some thoughts and some feelings on how people feel about it overall. Where does this kind of rank in the the list of seasons that we've gotten, considering uh, season three was a pirate's life, and that was probably hands down one of the best updates for the game that we've ever seen, next to probably uh, one year anniversary and like emissaries and stuff like that. But uh, does anyone have any strong feelings on on season six? Like it, love it, hate it? Where where are you guys feeling? I've loved it, everything in it so far. 
sea forts for me were the best thing. Yeah, I actually, just before we went to do this uh, recording, I jumped on for a little bit to go to a sea fort and managed to grab just enough to start pushing myself into the, the top tier of the emissaries and stuff. Uh, anyone else have any thoughts on, on season six? How, how are you guys liking it? Where does it rank for you as far as uh, the different seasons that we've got is is this pretty high is it okay who's who's got some feelings on that yeah i i, I think it's uh, it's definitely been probably the best one since the pirates life update i mean it's going to be difficult to top that just because some of the you know the actual stories on the pirates life stuff if you're a fan of of Pirates of the Caribbean, it's you know it's difficult to beat that. But I would say the content seems to be a lot more spaced out in this update, yeah. and you know it's 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 giving a constant amount of things to do. So yeah, it's been it's been really good so far. Has anyone felt like there's been too much in this season, or or have they done a good job pacing it? Like Mike says, because I I feel like it it's been pretty good. I don't think I don't think too much content is not enough content. To be honest, we we really shouldn't complain about having too much content yeah exactly yeah, I, agree with you guys. Agreed. Yeah, I agree with you guys peoples you had some thoughts on this yeah i think that uh this season the, the content didn't hit as hard you know with me i mean we've had you know the, the forts and i think the forts have been fine but then we flowed into adventure two now adventure three and now we got the the new athena i think one thing that rare really stepped their game up uh this particular season that stands out for me is the pacing of that uh um material just like uh just like mike was saying where uh you you have uh a couple weeks to work on one thing and then you have another thing come out um i think it's been has been really good for me yeah yeah, I feel the same way. It's been nice to have something to look forward to in the game every every couple of weeks and stuff, and, and know that there's something on the horizon uh, that that we're we can look forward to and stuff. Um, Mina, you had some feelings on this. Wanted to see you jump in. Yeah, I'm I'm really liking the new content. the The forts are are really quite cool. It doesn't take a massive amount of time to do them, so if you're short on time, it's nice to go and have something that you can do and get something for it. Um, I love the music for them. The the trumpety Spanish take on the Sea of Thieves music is really cool, um, and I'm very much looking forward to getting stuck into the new Athena stuff when I have a chance. Yeah, the music this season has been fantastic. They've really done a good job. Uh <laughs> Had, how do you feel about it? Yeah, um, because, uh, like I said, just uh, in the text, that I haven't done the new Athena voyages, but from what I've heard and seen, obviously through YouTube, etc., um, I think this one actually may top a pirate's life. Not in terms of um, obviously Jack Sparrow coming to um, see a fuse, but in terms of the the rhythm of the stuff coming in and the quality of it. Um, I think we said when Pirates Life came out that it would, a lot of us felt that it would have been better had they actually staggered those voyages. Um, and I think Rare have obviously listened to that. And I think season six is the best one so far. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. That was something that we were we were just talking about a little bit before we started recording. Where I feel like uh, I I feel like there was the really big dump of of all the tall tales that we got with a Pirates Life, and then nothing till the end of July. When we got the uh, the uh, what was it the Borderlands Mayhem event and then the Olympic stuff in August and then it was nothing until season four where we got the shrines and the treasuries. So once you got done with the uh, Pirates Life, which I think for most of us took us till about mm, maybe the maybe the first half of July, first couple of weeks of July to 
kind of knock all those commendations out. Uh, after that, it was it was pretty sparse. It didn't really feel like that. But Norwegian, how do you how are you feeling about the the pacing or the content in general? I love it. It's doesn't matter if I've got 30 minutes or if I've got four hours to play. There's always something that I can do in there now. Um, if you see people in an area that you're trying to go to, there's enough all over the map now. You can just sail away and go find something else to do with your time. Um, the level of detail that they've put into everything is amazing. I don't know about you guys, but it just feels like the game has never looked any better than it does now. It, it's just fantastic with the best it's been. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. The The fact that I have I can jump in for an hour, go do something that doesn't necessarily need a voyage and still come out pretty, pretty ahead of, of you know, even just like buying a storage crate is, is not even really necessary just because you can make up that uh, supplies off of, you know, an island, find a storage crate, go over to a sea fort, grab it. You know, it's, it's almost like you don't really need to buy supplies anymore. Uh, which I think is something that people was was mentioning in the chat here, right? You can find them pretty fast too these days. It seems like the, you don't necessarily need to buy one anymore, and then you're instantly up and ready to go for anything you want to do. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I I really like the the availability of content now. Peoples, you had some thoughts? Yeah, I think the this season really um, up there by his game as far as supplies are concerned, especially on the forts. I mean, on the forts you have uh, 150 cannonballs, you have 60. Uh, planks uh you have unlimited just tons of food uh and you know meat food so i mean if you're uh stocking up and, and you hit a fort or two just for supplies all of a sudden you have three four five hundred cannonballs on your ship that that any average crew can can get quickly and so what we found is that your uh, your fights on war of attrition go much longer um you know with really competent crews and so before you engage with somebody, we found that uh, you have to be much more prepared than just, you know, loading your ship, dropping, you know, raising anchor, dropping sails, and going back and fighting somebody. Uh, becomes a lot more uh, imperative to be uh, ready to uh, ready, for, ready and well supplied. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we, uh, Pad, you br you brought up a really interesting thing here, and we've had an opportunity to really kind of talk about how much we like this. I I definitely agree with you, Pad. I, I think season six is the the best season we've had so far, as far as pacing, as far as the interesting content that we've got, especially given that it was a hundred percent focused in on the Sea of Thieves lore and not bringing in a pirate's life with Jack Sparrow and Davy Jones. I think that was something that was a great kind of like you know we've always had a big dream of of what it would be like to have pirates of the caribbean and sea of thieves given how good uh sea of thieves looks and how much we love a pirates uh, or pirates of the caribbean now that that's done it's kind of nice to really hone in on the the lore aspect or the the world that we're living in um uh Akari and darth is is joining in on with us and uh hasn't had an opportunity to really share any thoughts yet um but welcome to the the podcast uh darth and, and just curious how are you doing uh, and how do you feel about the season six? We were kind of touching on how we feel about the uh, the content, the pacing. How does it shape up compared to other seasons for you? I think, can you guys hear me? Yep. Oh, good. Okay. I wasn't sure my first time on this. Very exciting. Um, yeah. You know, so it's only, I came in at the very tail end of season four. So this is only my, you know, second season, I guess. Um, I'm excited. I, I think... For me, it's really exciting. I have uh, enjoyed the adventures. I'm really excited to see what's happening. Oh, we lost you there. What's happening? Oh, can you hear me now? 
Yeah. You said what what's happening Sorry. with I'm excited to see what's happening with the adventures. Um I've only gotten to dive in just a little bit with that. I like how there is a constant Oh, I lost you again. You know what, Logan? I'm gonna fix this audio thing. I think it's a setting, so I, I didn't want to screw up your podcast. No worries. If you can come back to me, I'll I'll get it fixed. Okay. Sounds good. Well, let's let's kind of put uh, that on pause for a minute. I do want to bring I up something. something yeah, what's up, Trickster? Yeah, I like doing. I really like the forge because I can get on there for like an hour and do them, mm-hmm. and then put it towards my emissaries, and it raises up pretty high. So that's probably my one of my top three. Like I like season five probably the best though. Oh really? All the quality of life stuff they added. Okay, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, how do you and feel I, as yeah. uh, as far as like where does where do if five is your highest? And uh, six comes in probably close to underneath that. Where where do you usually uh, rate like uh, Pirate's Life? Top three. So this one, Pirate's Life from season five. I'm on top three ones. Nice. Awesome. Did anyone else have any any thoughts on the as far as how, how these seasons compare to each other? Okay. Pat, you, you brought something up that I wanted to to bring up with everyone else, and that was um, everything feels and looks great, you said in chat, but server stability needs work. Uh, what are you experiencing in Sea of Thieves that, that you kind of speaks to this? Um, it, it ranges from everything, from people not being able to access their buckets or planks or um, whatever, um, to people actually dropping off. Um, some of that is um, obviously their internet connection, etc. But there have been so many little things that um, seem to be server-based problems rather than uh, user problems. Um, that it, it just takes that little edge off of this looks and feels great, but sometimes it doesn't play very well. Yeah, and and we've seen that uh, for a bit now, and it's something that I I'm, I'm curious to see how it goes in the future. Uh, I know that I've seen I've still seen some major lag spikes, uh, and we've had some bad glitches recently that have come back as a result of the update. Uh, so I'm I'm a little I'm still kind of upset that we're we're dealing with some of these main server issues. They still feel like they're they're prominent. Uh, but has anyone else run into some specific times where you can think of there being a server issue that you'd like them to take a look at? Yeah, I have. Uh, um, I have a lot of times where I'm like doing something on an island and it just kicks me into the middle of the ocean. It's like really weird. I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, the so physics is yeah. weird on that. <laughs> Yeah, I've, yeah I've I had you guys. Well. Oh, so let's let's go with Darth and then Mike and then Norwegian with that. So Darth, you want to jump in? Yeah, yeah. So it's funny. So you were asking about how I enjoyed the seasons, and I, I for, for me, I like just sort of figured out how to play. So all that was very exciting, and I think that actually has been kind of my experience with a lot of this season. Is there's this stuff that I think is really exciting, but I have gotten really frustrated with like the server. Uh, issues. I had a situation the other day. I was playing with my dad, um, which it's a cool thing for us to be able to do because he lives in Florida and I live in New York. And so it's like a great thing for us to be able to to get on and, and feel like we're almost in the same spot playing. Um, but he's, you know, just sort of getting into the game a little bit. And we were trying to uh, do the Megalodon adventure. I got so frustrated because aside from like, you know, sort of helping him with the cannons and figure out stuff like that, uh, there was uh, an opportunity where we had a cannon rowboat. Our boat sank, and 
I thought, oh, this is it. We're done for. But fortunately, I was like, oh, no, we've got this cannon rowboat. I can go after this thing. I think I could finish this off. I could not get into the rowboat. Every time I got into the rowboat, it kept plummeting me underneath the water. I'd do this like shaky thing and then it would shoot me like really far under. So like I almost drowned by the time I swam back up to the water over and over. And it was like the most frustrating thing to be like, I've got this chance and I might actually be able to do this cool, like exciting, you know, sort of pirate-esque grand story, uh, but it didn't play through because of the, the tech. Yeah. Yeah. That can definitely be frustrating. And, and it, there's not really any excuse for why that happens. Like there's, it's just coding at this point. Uh, Mike, um, I, I know you had some feelings on this. Let's let's jump into your feelings in this, and then we'll go to Norwegian after that. Yeah. So I, along the same lines as what Paddy said, there's a lot of lags. You know, a lot of uh, lag issues. I, the one I've experienced most, I would say, was just like the other day I jumped off the boat and was on the island, and then a split second later I'm back on the boat, <laughs> and it, it just kind of, or I'll jump off the boat or jump onto somewhere, and next minute. I'm 20 feet away in a different place and I have to sort of look around and figure out where I am. So it's it's not great. It, it's just, it's not, I mean, I've got pretty good internet. It's not, you know, so like some people have got phenomenal internet. Mine's pretty, it's, it's fiber. So it's ultra fast fiber, you know, but it's it's still, um, still experiencing some issues. So I don't think it's entirely my internet. So, and obviously everyone else is having similar issues. So I'm pretty sure it's not just my internet. But yeah, that one and the the rowboat one, I've I've had that a similar problem to that, except when I went to get in the rowboat, it pushed it instead, and it pushed the rowboat across the map in about thirty seconds. It just shot off into the distance as I went to go get in the rowboat, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I won't be using that rowboat then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I think uh, we were working on the adventure, and and uh, one of the galleons that we had um happened to be under or on top of the Meg that we were fighting. And that animation that happens when the Meg flips over, sometimes the uh, the tail and the uh, tip of yeah. the mouth come up above water just because of the way that they've done it. Well, the hitbox uh, hit the galleon, launched it up into the air, and then the galleon ended up uh, topside down underneath the water and forced the ship to to uh, trigger the the actual sink animation. Like, and and there was no opportunity for them to flip the ship there's no recourse for that it just it was a weird thing with the physics and the interactions and as a result uh they they lost their entire ship and their their flag and we had to like scoop everything up and and bring it back to them and stuff uh norwegian you had a feeling some feelings on the server i want to get some thoughts from you as well too uh, a couple of things i've noticed i mean repeating echoing everybody here but the rubber banding it never ceases to stop i don't know if it's just the server load when there's a lot of activity going on but it feels like anytime you're trying to fight skeletons or people, it just it's back and forth. Um, another one that we've been noticing is I don't know if you guys have seen this yet. Over on Reaper's Island, um, the other night we saw a brig uh, running level five emissary parked. Except on the screen, it looks like it's shooting constantly back and forth into the sky and then back down to the island and repeats over and over again until you get closer to it. Yeah, we've just stuff well. like that. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely seen seen that a few times as well too. It's kind of weird, and it kind of breaks the immersion for it. But uh, Mina, did you have some thoughts it's on easy this? Easy to tell what it is. Yeah, definitely. Well, I was just going to say that ships pinging across the horizon like that is something that's been happening for a very long time. Oh, really? You've seen that for for a yeah. while now? Yeah, I've seen that like 
years ago. Gotcha. All right. Well, so I, it feels like the general consensus then is that the content is amazing and everyone's really enjoying this season in particular. They've done a great job with it. It looks beautiful. They've done an amazing job with the music. Uh, everything's fun and paced out well. Uh, the, the biggest issue is just that the, the game itself really is having a tough time managing all the stuff that's actually going on. And uh, as a result, people are losing uh, quality um, in the in the performance as opposed to the quality of the content. So content's fine. Tech is hard there. And I think we even just recently got uh, an announcement that was for anyone that was actually playing on the what was it the april 16th that uh or no anyone that had logged in on april 15th between like a, a two and a half hour or three hour time frame they lost like gold reputation and renown and the recourse for that was 50k gold and 30 doubloons compensation and it's it's just it's not good enough at this point and i feel like that's something that we still have to bring up and it's a shame because i i hate having to bring that up but when when you have that happen on a regular basis like you know what what is the what is the thing that you can do about that is there anything that you can actually do about that or do you just have to hope that at some point they are going to spend a little more time on making the servers feel better Ahoy there, Pirates. This is the ad for this episode, and I did want to let you know if you wanted to avoid these and just get a regular filler, you can head over to the Patreon. There's a special feed just for patrons that get the ad-free version. If you want to keep listening, though, I can't say I blame you because this week I want to let you know about Loot Crate and getting 15% off of most crates and crate subscriptions when you use the link and code ROBOTSRADIO in the show notes. Also, you can head over to audiobooks.com, get your first three audiobooks for free, and that can include any to VIP books or use the affiliate link for Green Man Gaming. If you're a PC gamer or you'd like to save money on games, it's one of the benefits of being a PC gamer. Head over to Green Man Gaming. You can get codes for Steam, Epic, any of the different stores that they have deals going on. They have deals going on all the time and if you plan on buying there, please consider using our affiliate link. All of that goes straight to me through the network. Thank you all so much for everything that you do to support this podcast. It means the world to me and i continue to try and improve the quality and the content for you with that pirates let's get back to the show i wanted to kind of bring this up a little bit norwegian you actually bring up an interesting question so let's let's touch on that you said uh would you rather have content or stability um, where do you fall on that? That's a hard one. I mean, I kind of feel like last season, season five, was meant to help bring in better quality of life to the game. Um, felt like a dry season. It was wonderful, but almost would rather have stability in the game than content. I'd rather the game function as it's supposed to before uh, getting the new content. It's fix it first and then move forward. Yeah. Um, do, do we have enough content? for them to be able to uh, make stability changes at this point. Um, let's kind of go down the list. Mina, do you want to have content or stability at this point? Mm, that's a hard one. Um, I think it would be nice if they could try and figure out some way to have a bit more stability. Um, we have a nice amount of content at the moment. They've got their adventures that they're 
they have planning that are coming over the next however long it is, um, some stability would be good. Okay, so you, you kind of lean more a little towards stability compared to content for, for the moment? I, I would say so, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go down the list and uh, let's go with Darth. Darth, how are you feeling? Do you want to, or how are you feeling about the content versus stability right now? Do you want more stability or do you want more uh, content? Um, you know how when you're being attacked, if you go down and you start repairing the ship, but you move from the cannons, you're like already in trouble and you're going to lose the fight. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty much the same thing with this uh sort of question like i absolutely understand the desire to be like fix the ship fix the servers we got to stop we got to do this but i think if they stop and they you know say okay we're going to focus on just you know making the game as stable as possible i think they're they're sort of messing up everything that they're doing to develop the game in the future. So I think it's a, it's a hard challenge for them adding so much stuff. I'm hoping with everything they said about freeing up uh, talent to be able to work on things by closing the arena, which was very sad for me. I know you guys didn't miss it as much, but I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, they just need that time, the pipeline and that now they've got their resources in the right places and that we're going to start to see that pay off in the coming weeks. Yeah. I like that analogy too. I think uh, I think it is important to decide like how do you have someone dedicated to just repairing the ship right now and, and making sure that they understand what's going on because they're not on top deck. They can't see what what's going on. And if someone needs to you know pull up a sail or or check ladders, there's a good opportunity for you to lose sight of where you're going with uh, with the game and. You just need someone being on cannons all the time, constantly making sure that you're putting on aggression. But we also need to have someone down below making sure that the ship isn't going to going to sink in the in the long run. Uh, let's let's keep going on though. People's um, content or stability. Where where are you falling? Um, I think you got to find that balance. I mean, we don't have to have that big, you know, uh, pirate's life drop. Um, but I do think you need to have the trickle of uh, appropriately placed pace in content throughout the season or people are just going to fall off. Uh, but on the other side, if you don't have the joy of playing and breaking the immersion, uh, people will, will quit playing. Um, for me personally, um, I, I need, I don't need more content right now, but I've completed everything for, you know, the season up to, you know, getting, uh, you know, Athena 30. So, uh, I'll, I'll, that's what I'll be working on for the rest of, uh, rest of the season. And if they quit making content, you know, I'm going to, to finish quick and I don't, I don't play as much as, you know, as, as pad or, you know, Hefe or, you know, uh, you know, some of these guys, you know, anymore. So, um, for me, I, I still need, it could be smaller updates, but it needs to be something, uh, on, on a regiment that we have, uh, you know, coming for me, but obviously stability, uh, needs to have, uh, needs to be forefront. Okay. If you had to, cause I, I feel like you're kind of on both sides of it, but if you had to pick one right now to tell the devs, which one you want more, where are you falling on that? I mean, it's going to have to be stability. Uh, but I, I think that there needs to be a lore reason, uh, to maybe pull some of the content out of some of the content out of the game. Some of the, you know, the skeletal thrones or, or some of the things I know there's talk and there's issues with achievements and things like that. But the question is, are we at the max that this game can be 
um, without you know finding an end game. You know, I, I I hope not. I don't I don't think so. Um, but if we can't add more to the game, then organically, uh, you know, there there's questions to be had. I'm I'm constantly surprised by how much content they continue to put into this game. Um, it, it feels like it's at like no man's sky levels where you you thought that there was a complaint about how there was no content for the game and the team went and really kind of uh, added a whole bunch with the first year and the second year for sure. Um, but I, I just don't know how they're able to continuously add stuff to the game uh, when everything they talk about is how um, things are constantly having to be scaled back for performance. And if that's the case, you know, are, are we at the point now where we finally hit like the the, the amount of content that you could need in the game? Um, but how do you do that as a live service and keep things interesting as well, too? Uh, I want to keep going down the list. Uh, Regis, welcome back. You you took a quick break. Uh, I, I want to make sure we kind of go through the list of everyone. Where do you fall um, on the game right now? Do you want more content or do you want more stability? Uh, it's, it's hard to say because, you know, on one hand, content, you know, brings more life to the game, more things to do, enriches, enriches the world and, uh, you know, brings more people into play because they're like, oh, what's this? What's that? What's What do I do over here? Or stuff like that. But on the other hand, if you can't, how can you play a, play the all that new content while the game is just you know glitchy as all hell, and you like jump from one place on the ship to another? And believe me, I'm a I'm I'm a, I'm an Australian using Australian internet, so I naturally have to put up with this kind of stuff. So <laughs> I deal with it all the time. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Besides, I prefer, I think I, I think I prefer more hunt. Not content, um, the stability, because how can you play the content when you can't play the damn game at all? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, let's keep going, Trickster. Um, where do you fall, content or stability? I'm close building myself too, because like you said, if you can't play the game, what's the point of having content? Because I was playing one night and we were turning in, not going to help because I was rubber banding like crazy. Yeah, so okay. Well, uh, Pad, where where are you at feeling this? You play probably the most than anyone else I know right now. So you've you've probably got most of the stuff completed, um, and, and you play just for the sake of having fun at this point. So where where are you as far as content versus stability? Um, I think in terms of content, I think we've got ninety nine percent of what we're going to get for season six in now. Um, I used one of my old bosses um, when I was a project manager used to say, get the project eighty percent ready get it in and worry about the last 20% when you're installing it or setting it up. Um, and I think that's that's where Rare have got to now in the fact that they know that they're going to create problems by putting in the new content and they then spend probably half of the season sorting out those bugs. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't remember where I read it, but I'm, I don't want to say it's insiders. It might well have been. But I know that they're looking at server stability both internally at rare and externally from microsoft's um, perspective um and so i think yes from a perspective now we've got the content please go and concentrate on stability and bug fixing and, and we've i think we've always said that that when, I, when it used to be a monthly cadence we'll have a month of content and we then have a month of bug fixing and i think that's where we need to be now um the other thing i did say was i'm not sure how much of this stability server on server issues are because they're supporting xbox one's 
series um, Xbox One X's and Series X's. So how much of it is actually that they're because they're having to cover three generations? Yeah, it's tough. But I I do want to also throw in the you know I'm I'm running on a a PC that was built back in 2017, I believe. 2016 or 2017 it's only running uh a, a, a nvidia 1080 um i've been playing the game at uh, 1080p uh around like 40 to 60 frames per second uh, my cpu is bottlenecking my computer and i'm already having issues so i as far as and i'm not even playing like on the lowest settings like i i still have some room to grow there so i i can't imagine what the experience on an xbox one must be like uh for that but it it feels like if i'm already having trouble with my pc when my pc is barely five years old six years old at this point uh, I can't imagine like what point do we do we have to start moving away from the original Xbox One and just cut it off to uh, Xbox One X's um, and then Xbox uh, Series systems and then PC at that point because I I feel like we really need to kind of say like all right where is where do we start moving forward this game now spans. Uh, two console generations and there are games out there that support three console generations but those games have huge huge player bases and while 20 million 25 million 30 million players have been playing sea of thieves that is definitely not the concurrency and the concurrency really does kind of say like okay well where where's the percentage of players when it comes to playing on consoles and does the fact that the series systems being out uh, more readily available now help us get to that point like do we need to hit a saturation point with the uh, xbox series consoles to finally get to the point where we say uh, yes this is definitely when we can try and cut that off but uh, I've, I've gone on a weird tangent um, addressing Patty's comments and I didn't address Mike's uh, feelings on this Mike where are you feeling with content versus stability yeah sorry about that I was slightly distracted there. Yeah, I um, I think that the the whole supporting the older systems. I mean, a lot of devs say that it doesn't really make a lot of difference. They've been making PC games scalable since you know day one on PC. Yeah, you know, so it it really doesn't. It's just your experience that suffers. You know, if you want the best, you pay for more, don't you? Mm-hmm. Um, but I would well I mean if I was given the choice of the two I don't think I could make that choice I'm a gamer I want both so so <laughs> we're, we're, we're greedy aren't we we want both we want it to be good and have the content um, but I think I agree with like most people say we have a lot of really good content now um, so some some increases in stability would be very appreciative we're not we're not at that point with this game where it's not playable though are we any of us so you know it's it, it has its moments and there's definitely times when it's worse not you know probably due to the amount of people that are playing at that time um but it's still it, on a whole it's still a very playable game 95 to 98 percent of the time isn't it so I'd, I'd love to see some stability improvements yeah but i'd also like to see some more content it's very difficult to uh very difficult to choose well i guess uh i guess a good question that that i want to bounce into now is uh let's talk about the the kind of elephant in the room we've already talked about 
uh, server stability versus content. I think that everyone's pretty happy with the content. We're still we're still looking forward to the next set of uh, content drops that are coming. But for as far as season six goes, that's kind of what's going on. Um, I want to bring this up with the understanding that a lot of you are working on insider content and have a lot more knowledge that you can't speak on. So I'm not asking you to necessarily speak on anything that is considered insider or under NDA, because I don't want you to breach that. Uh, I also don't want to spoil anything for for folks um, that haven't been on insiders. Uh, but I do want to bring up the idea of the captaincy update that I feel like is coming in the future. Uh, Rare has not really done a great job of keeping this secret um and it feels like with the glitches uh for the the nameplates um that have been showing up on sloops and on brigs uh right now i've i've run on galleons where if you put a certain livery set on uh there's some weird glitching as if there's like two actual nameplates on the galleon right now and one is clipping through the other one and one is not not uh, on the livery and then one is uh part of the livery set um and these are things that are in the retail version and and it's 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 like fairly evident that something is actually actually coming. So for those of you who feel brave enough to be able to talk around this, uh, I want to ask the the general group, um, are you looking forward to being able to name your ship if that is something that is actually coming to the game and this isn't just a weird a weird happenstance of situations that have led us to the thought of uh, of it being a, a captaincy update. Anyone feel brave enough to to kind of dance around this hat? <clears throat> Brave? I don't think there's anybody a brave. I think stupid's more like it. <laughs> yeah. Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, I'm, uh... yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite interested in it. Um, I will be quite interested in how they go about the naming. Is it going to be similar to the pet's naming, or is it a case they're going to give you a set of names you can choose from? That's a really good question. I feel like if they did a captaincy if, update, if, if, if they go if they if they go down the line of the pets' names, there will be some funny names coming out of that to get around <laughs> to yeah. get around some of the words you can't use. And yes, I will probably be banned very quickly, peoples. Would it would it feel like a captaincy update if they gave us names on our ships, but the names were just randomly generated? Like, do you feel like that that really kind of satisfies the desire of the community at this point? Jump in if you have a feeling I don't think on this. I don't think I'd like that. I mean, I have to say, I I don't do insiders at all, and I'm for whatever reason extremely compelled by captaincy. Maybe because people just keep saying captaincy, and I'm like, ooh, what's that? <laughs> but if it's just you know my name on a plate. If it's not the name that I chose, that's definitely not exciting. Yeah, yeah, I, I and it's it, resounding no from from everyone in the chat here, uh, saying that it would not feel satisfying. Um, if that's the case, uh, it feels like they would have to go with a naming system similar to pets. And I'm I'm just I'm really curious if that's something that's going to happen. Uh, in in people's jump in here. You, you got a good you get a good opinion on this. So let's let's hear from you. Yeah, I I don't think um, tying it to as generic is is good. I think it's about uh, you know the the connection between uh, you know your ship and your crew being able to see you know um, you know the the black rose on 
on the on the seas, being able to see the holy bartender on the seas, being able to see all these different uh, all these different uh, all these different ships to be revered, to be able to tell that story. Um, but my fear, and they've been talking about captain captaincy since you know pre-launch of of the game. Um, my question is, is that something, even though we want it and, and everything would be nice in, in our minds, we, none of us really know what that looks like. Is that something that, that we really need pushed on us now? If we're already seeing glitches on the ships and, and it's not even in the game, um, is it something that uh, we could push out and uh, the game, the, the populace wouldn't know anything of the wiser? Let's, let's fix what we've got now and give them time to to do this um, as opposed to introducing something that is going to be um, something else for them to have to fix later. Look, look, I've got a great solution that does both of those things. We've got those jail cells that have already been introduced to the name, uh, to the game. You can just go around to the jail cells until it randomly gives you the name that you like. There you go. You could spend all day doing that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that would definitely... (laughs) <laughs> be interesting for sure uh let's see i'm trying to read chat here um the region you had a question oh no it's just uh asking a question in the group checks okay the runes and things um do you mind if i read I, it go ahead okay so the the question here and i think this is is pertinent is uh you you asked in chat uh didn't rare say that the ships are already putting the biggest strain on the system and the answer is yes, the, the ships are the most expensive uh, uh, items in the game as far as like what you have to deal with when it comes to server and stability. So that begs the question, does a captaincy update do something to the ships that actually kind of maybe helps that performance? Maybe they're trying to go back to the ships and actually look at those code wise and actually see like, is there a way that they can uh improve the performance or the strain on the system with a captaincy update and would that be less of a uh less of an impact on the servers as a result maybe they're going to try and actually uh fix the ships so they aren't the biggest strain how do you guys feel about that possibility a couple of ideas about the captaincy mm-hmm. um and and that in general um one of the one of the things we keep hearing in the Xbox community is this whole revolution of how good and how great your Unreal Engine Five is. And if they were gonna, if they say that you know that the, the amount of power saving features that Unreal Five apparently has, then maybe moving the game, upgrading it from four to five would be a big a big help. You know? Yeah, I I'm very curious to find out if Unreal Engine Five, uh, if that is. Um, something they'd be able to move the engine over to without a huge amount of unforeseen bugs come as a result yeah. of them moving the code over because yeah well they say they say that don't they with everything so you're right there, there could be more like unreal will tell you that it's very simple and that yeah. any game that's on unreal can do it in practice yeah i i know what you mean it's yeah. like any company trying to sell their product they're gonna say everything's great and you should use it until they come across that rare instance or maybe not so rare instance where things do sort of not work as well as they thought because games are all programmed different so yeah maybe a real good example but, um, uh oh sorry cool go ahead no no it's fine yeah go on 
I was going to, I was going to throw out the example, um, a real good analogy for folks that are wondering how, how scary this is, is, uh, how many of you on PC have upgraded to windows 11? May I have, you have mm -hmm. people's you have? I have anyone else jump on uh, windows 11 yet? Who's a, a possible of doing that? I didn't even, I didn't even know windows 11 was even available. Yeah. Yeah. It's been out what a year now. Yeah. Yeah. Over. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the, the, the leap that we're jumping here. Um, I, I have not, cause I can't, honestly, uh, my, my CPU can't handle it, but, um, I'm always wary of jumping into a new operating system when it comes to that. And it's already been a year. Um, was any, were any of you guys kind of like early adopters when it first came out and jumped into it? Or have you, have you just more recently jumped into it? Yeah, I, I was on it at the beginning. Okay. Any major issues that you noticed with that? Very few, to be honest with you. And I've been on most insiders for all of the windows since probably since Vista. Okay. And it's, this one has been the smoothest by far. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're, you're a big fan of being on that cutting edge uh, when possible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Peoples, you said that you, you waited until a proper rollout. Um, is that just for stability reasons or to see if there's major issues? Yeah. I, I just let it come out of, uh, uh, what was it? Insiders. Um, you know, I got it, I got it pushed to me naturally, you know, from my update. Um, but I've been using it for a little over a year and, um, I haven't had any issues aside from, you know, just trying to learn where navigationally where stuff is sometimes, but, uh, but everything else been, has been relatively stable. Okay. And that's, that's kind of the, the, the feeling that I wanted to, to kind of pull out because I know, um, some folks there's trepidation to jumping into that. Uh, some folks don't have any problem jumping into it right off the bat. Some people are on the cutting edge and, and are willing to deal with some of the major issues. But, uh, when your whole business is tied to, a Windows operating system update. Um, a lot of folks, uh, especially you know, uh, you know, smaller companies and stuff, they generally hold off on doing big updates because they're not always guaranteed to get support for the systems and uh, programs that they use. Um, so when we look at like if it would Unreal Engine Five really fix a lot of the issues that we're running into. Uh, unfortunately only rare can really answer that because they're the only ones that understand the water code that they have, the AI for the ships, the, um, systems that they have in place for a lot of the different things in the game. And I, I don't think unless they actually went and started to prototype in internally, like what would Sea of Thieves look like if they took a fork of that and then ported it over to Unreal Engine and started to work that out with Epic, uh, with the backing of Microsoft, I think they could probably do that and see if it's even feasible. Um, but I don't think that we would be able to know that uh, without them doing at least six months to a year's worth of testing. People's you say it I'd would take surprised. about three years. Yeah, I think I think two or three. Once once you start it, start on the uh, the, the build side and uh, and then outsource uh, the team to build it properly, and then do your QAs, and then rolling it to insiders, and then rolling it to the real game. Uh, maybe three is long, but um, I could see two years, and and, and a lot's going to happen with this community in the next two years. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong about that. Um, so I I kind of I kind of wonder if maybe like looking to unreal engine as something that is a a fix for sea of thieves i think it'd be great i i don't know that that's something that would actually 
fix any of the issues that we're running into now. Um, and and if, even if it did, it would still be a long ways out before we found out about that. And we're still looking to them to figure out hit registration with, uh, with weapons and combat and stuff. And they even stated in one of the, the episodes that that was going to be at least a year's worth of testing before they even find out if it's something worth doing. So it'll be tough to see where this kind of falls in line. Uh, I don't want to leave on a, on a sour note. So um, as we're kind of cleaning up here, has anyone had a chance to do the Athena voyages? And if so, how are you feeling about those? Because I've got some thoughts. Yeah, I've, um, I've, done, I've done a couple so far. And I'm really enjoying them. Very good. I like, uh, I like the variants because they're not always the same each time. So... And as you've, as uh, without spoiling anything, everyone should have seen the trailer for it. I'm a big fan of the shipwrecks anyway. I'd like to see a bit more improvement than the shipwrecks in general, but the shipwreck graveyards are brilliant. Really like them. Yeah, of the of the two voyages I've done, uh, both had shipwrecks involved with them, and uh, I I absolutely love the shipwrecks. I love that the shipwrecks are uh have have solid colored hulls and names associated mm-hmm. with them so once you yep. learn like the uh like what was it the queen's jealousy or the the queen something yeah. um there's a raven something i think yeah yeah like each have yeah. a, a, a an actual color associated with them and, and once you learn the names yeah. you can start kind of calling out like okay well i've already searched you know the queen's revenge or or i've already searched uh the the grim fortune um you know things like that to, to kind of be like okay well now I'm, I'm kind of learning what the ships are and stuff and kind of being able to uh kind of communicate with your crew as you're running around trying to find like the key and the different things anyone yeah. else have some some feelings on the the voyages that you've had a had a chance to jump into without spoiling too much for folks i've done a few logan um i really enjoy it i, I like the idea of athena not having uh rehashed um missions from from other uh you know trade companies i think that's a a a big deal um i think it's a lot of fun i think it's it's epic in a lot of ways of how things kind of unfold and you get to the end i i am concerned a little bit about combining the the aspect of tall tales into uh an athena voyage with dialogue and, and progressive story um for the grind that it takes to to max out you know athena to do that over and over and again when is that going to kind of lose its taste to kind of sit through another cutscene? uh you know even with uh, a pirate's tale when uh you were trying to get it done um, a lot of us you know would drop down our daggers on one not watch the cutscene at all anymore we're sailing to uh you know the portal to go to the next thing um there's not a way really to uh to skip you know that that stuff uh, I'm, I'm curious to see lore wise how that will continue in the game, you know, long term once we get to the next piece outside of um, kind of the idea of what we're doing there. Will they take this voyage away and put in something else, which could be cool? Uh, I'm just interested to see how that will um, transition over time. I think you bring up a really good point, uh, something that I was thinking about last night when we were working on it. Uh, Regis, I think we were having a conversation about this on on the crew that we were with as well, too. And uh, I, I want to understand, like, where does the context of these uh, this veil voyage uh, fall into the story in a year when we're, we're a year past the current happenings of this event and are people still going to be working on Athena from 20 to 30 
Will any of this have any strong context or is it going to feel really displaced from where we're at a year from now in the in the story and stuff? But Regis, how, do you, how did you feel when we were kind of going through there? You know, it was really cool. Like, you know, the, the modules that they have, the, the different things you get to do. Last bit of it, won't spoil it, but it does definitely feels like that uh, that uh, fifth Pirate's Life told tale at the you know, with you know, fighting against Davy Jones, the spire of the ghost ship sailing around, the the storm and the cloud of Davy Jones watching overhead is is get really got that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, I I know that I definitely think that the tornado uh, in this pirate legend voyage um, puts the ashen uh, winds tornado to shame. It, it just does not oh, compare. Yes, it does. Oh yeah. Um, Patty, did you get it? I know you, I'm pretty sure you've gotten a chance to, to do these. Uh, how are you feeling about the new pirate legend voyage? Um, I actually haven't. Um, what? I was, no, I was, uh, I, work has been killing me for the last couple of weeks. Um, so this back end of this week, uh, I haven't done actually much sailing. So I managed to get on last night and do the adventure. Oh man. So that's all I've done so far. I'm sorry. I, I, I feel like. Have you... don't, don't feel sorry for me because i'm gonna blitz it next week <laughs> <laughs> i just feel bad because you're you're always helping people you're always jumping on and doing stuff you're bringing people in and stuff you're you've always experienced everything by the time i've gotten a chance to, to chat with you about it so i'm just i feel bad that you you've been so tied down to work at this point that's insane um okay so uh norwegian you said you haven't done it mina you said you haven't done it um peoples you chatted about it regis we got to, to hear from you mike we got to hear from you pad you haven't done it so that covers everyone unless i'm missing someone uh and and i gotta say like the the last chapter of the pirate uh, of the pirate legend voyage um makes me feel like how i felt during uh curse sales where you are you were bombarded and there's a slow ramp up to this that when i got to the very end of that voyage and we were working on that chap that last chapter with the tornado uh there was a good point where everything was going on with our our galleon crew to the point where everything was so hectic i found myself hanging out on the bottom deck just waiting for repairs and keeping on top of stuff uh because it was so hectic and it has been a long time since I have felt like I have had to consistently stay down below deck, focusing on just repairing while someone else focused purely on sailing or, or helming. And then other the other two folks uh, are just working on uh, taking down ships and working on the forts and stuff. It, it's been a long time since I felt like there has had to be everyone dedicated on someone usually will go out and you know they'll either grab a supplies or they'll they'll be working on cannons or you know someone can usually uh start playing around with something and, and you don't have to have that much focus but this was amazing in that sense and i've and i've been uh, really happy to see just how how good of a job they've done with this final chapter but it really does come down to exactly what people's was talking about where i felt like uh, there, th it was an interesting choice to take so much of tall tales and put them to a voyage where I feel like the, uh, flame heart event, which was a world event, and then kind of pairing that down to the ghost ship voyages for order of souls was the, the perfect balance between taking lore 
and regressing it back to something that is uh, available on a, a, reputation, a repetitious kind of state at that point. Um, I, I really hope that them speaking about how these voyages are modular will give them an opportunity to create a, a quote-unquote new ending to the Pirate Legend voyage. And Chapter 3 is something that they can then uh, swap out for different um, story bits in the future. And that that modular voyage that they've created for the Pirate Legends can evolve uh, the way the world evolves. And that they don't necessarily have to stick to just doing this one thing or maybe they introduce a new version of it but i'm, I'm still kind of concerned about that uh we've we've kind of hit the the one hour mark here for chatting and we've can had I, can i just say can i just say one more thing yeah definitely jump in yeah that 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 new veil mission though i will say just to give a heads up to anybody twice i've had the mission cancel on me with no warning really so I've got to the, we had one where me and my mate Chris were, were sailing and we were in the shipwreck. We spent 45 minutes searching the shipwreck and we're getting rather frustrated with it. And then I went to have a look at the map, you know, look at the book just to see if there was anything that I should have been looking for. Looked at the, went into the radial for the map thing and there was no book and then looked on the table, no mission. Oh, so weird. it canceled it. And then the other night I was doing one on my own and same thing. I just just I've, after I'd done after I'd done the shipwreck mission, I went to double check the book again, and there was nothing there. So twice it's just disappeared on me without without lowering it. So just to just to <laughs> give um yeah a little give bit of heads some up. warning. That's all. Um, yeah. I I haven't confirmed this, and I haven't run into this, but I know there's been some discussion around the ancient chest that is uh part of that voyage, uh having loot disappear inside of it as well too. Um, I've, I've heard that as well. Um, uh, I was sailing last night with, I think it was Uriel yeah. um, from the Discord, and he was telling me that, yeah, don't don't leave anything in that. Carry it individually. Take everything out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've heard that. It's not happened to me. I've not had any problems with it personally, but yeah. Yeah. So a couple of PSAs out there for, for your pirate service announcements. Um, be cautious of the of the new collector's chest that's for this voyage. It may, it may have loot disappear. And if you put a veil stone in there, there's no way to really get that back. So just be cautious about that. Um, I will say that I, I got to do part of that voyage out in the roar, and it was a real breath of fresh air to to know that there was stuff that was introduced into the into the game that uh actually tied to the roar now and i feel like that was something that was sorely overlooked for a long long time where they didn't have anything that took you out to the roar and this one does and i'm i'm much happier about that um, where did you where did you start that mission was that in the roar or did you start it near it or in the ancient isles we started it uh out in the wilds right okay and it kicked us oh, out to okay. the roar at that point and we went and did it out in the roar and it was kind of it was kind of cool just to be like we were kind of surprised because how often does anything in this game send you out to the roar if you don't purposely go out there to do stuff just for the roar um so Never. yeah <laughs> and it was interesting too because uh there's there's those voyages where you have to actually be able to recognize the island based off of visual landmarks and if you haven't been going out to the roar in a while you might have a hard time recognizing some of the the things out there 
So just saying, wow. Pirate Legends, be warned. Uh, Reddit is not always going to save you if you don't know what an island is based off of what it looks like. So I, I do love that, by the way, that I've already had people hitting me up about uh, islands and, and what island it is based on the landmarks and stuff. So um, people, you had some thoughts. Uh, did you want to uh, help kind of round us out on the episode? Uh, sure. I, you know, in kind of thinking and, and listening to everybody, I think it could be a really cool thing, much like the Legend of the Veil. Uh, Athena mission is really tied, you know, into that, which, you know, obviously that's that's known through trailers and things like that. But I think it could be a really cool thing to have kind of ongoing seasonal or adventure or lore themed pirate legends um, go throughout basically taking this uh, Athena voyage or this uh, legend voyage out and modularly put something else in with the theme of what's currently going on in the world could be a, a really cool mechanic. So um, I'd be really excited if, if that was the idea moving forward to continue. Yeah, that's in, in to kind of actually build on top of that. They did say when they were, when they were talking about adventures and mysteries that there were going to be community decisions that were uh, placed before the pirate legends. So, I mean, if if they plan on doing these tall tale-esque type voyages with the Pirate Legend Voyage, it would kind of make sense if, you know, they started to put some of the adventures and uh, Pirate Legend Voyages um, kind of update those to kind of coincide with the choices that we make and leave it up to the Pirate Legends to decide, like, how do we go about making the choices for the future of the game? Was there anything else anyone had some last minute thoughts uh, before we, we top off this episode and kind of or uh, kind of finish it up? Awesome. Well, I, I do appreciate. Oh, Mike, you got something? No, no, no. I was just going to say no. I think we're, I think we're good. Awesome. Well, yeah, I, I feel like we've we've covered a lot of great ground uh, and it's been really good to hear how you all feel about this. Um, as we kind of close out the episode, let's go down the list uh, with everyone that that dropped by today and kind of see, uh, uh, you know, if there's anything that you guys are doing or any any last minute thoughts or, or just kind of saying uh, thanks or goodbye to Rare for uh, the content that we've got um, or even, you know, things you want them to fix. So, uh, Mina, any parting thoughts for Mia? No, I think I'm good. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming by. Uh, Norwegian, thanks for dropping in. Any any parting thoughts or, or things you want people to check out? Uh, just check out the Sherpa program. Thank you to everybody that's been in it. Everybody's been helping me out and other people. It's been fantastic. So thank you. Definitely. Uh, and, and I'll touch on that at the ending as well, too. Uh, Akari and Darth, welcome. Did I get it right? You got it. You got it, Logan. Awesome. Um, yeah, no, thanks. For, I, I know you like you message me. I, well, I message you now about it, but thank you for, for getting that. I know uh, you spent some time on it. Um, yeah, no, I, I just wanted to say how much I uh, enjoy this community um, and all the people in it. Thank you for building it. And um, yeah, uh, also um, thanks uh, to Norwegian and all and um, Chenzo and all the people who did the glitter beard uh, for us um, this past week in the Sherpa program. That was a really cool experience. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm glad that they got a chance to uh, to get people into to be able to do glitter beard. It's it's an amazing event, and it's it's sadly tied to having eight people necessary to be able to do that. So I, I hope that uh, they get a chance to kind of schedule another one out through the Sherpa program. Uh, peoples, 
Um, no, I'm, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say I'm, I'm excited again to have this community just because I don't know how else I would ever be able to finish this adventure being that, you know, it's not eight people, but five people still, that's a lot to, uh, to, to, to have to uh, get through something like this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I know, uh, I, I was sailing yesterday with uh, Caleb and stuff and we saw someone, uh, have a reaper's mark up in the middle of the Island and they never, they didn't move for like two hours and we couldn't understand what the heck was going on. And then it finally dawned on us that they were waiting for someone to come help them with the adventure, uh, with peoples coming in here. Uh, one of the new mods for the discord welcome. Uh, and thank you for, for joining this week. Um, any parting thoughts or, or statements you'd like to make? No, I think we're all spoiled. Uh, about this community i think we have a lot of really great people a lot of seasoned people a lot of people across the the gambit uh just encourage people to to stay active and to uh if you got a question don't be uh don't be scared to ask it you know there are there are no silly questions just uh just silly people and um yeah just really appreciate you logan thank you for having me yeah definitely i'm glad that you're you're here with us uh regis coming in as our as our resident tasmanian um any parting thoughts or feelings or anything that you're working on? Uh, two things. One, I am really jealous that you're going to SLT Fests, and I really want to come with you. <laughs> Unfortunately, it costs about $2,000 Australian to like go to another country. Yeah, it's expensive. Oh. Yeah. And secondly, uh, I know I haven't uploaded a new chapter of my fanfic yet, but I'm working on it, albeit very slowly whenever I feel the urge to do it. So uh, expect that in uh, the next few months, I guess. <laughs> Depends how long I take. Yeah, for sure. And only when, you know, work when the muses work for you. Uh, definitely don't push something if you don't feel the passion for it. Yeah, obviously. And of course, Big Bad Pad coming in. How are you doing? Um, and then, of course, any parting words or, or feelings as we kind of uh, head out? Uh, I'd just like to say congratulations to Rare for um, obviously these last two uh, updates in terms of the Athena Voyage, which I haven't done yet, but I know obviously from people's uh, YouTube videos, they uh, look quite exciting. And uh, obviously the the new this week's adventure. Um, and yes, please work on some stability, please. <laughs> that would definitely be nice. Uh, Xbox Mike 29, as always, uh, coming in to join us on these episodes. Thank you so much. Any uh, unboxing videos or any any videos that you want to promote and uh, share with us that we can go check out? Yeah, so I um, I did the my latest video was for the vinyls, the Sea of Thieves vinyls. So that was the last one I did, which is uh, if you haven't seen what they look like. Go check that out. And I am streaming with Paddy and Mina on a Sunday with Sightless Combat. So that's that's a weekly thing. And I've just started doing a weekly stream with Wandering Dutch as well. We're doing, I'm getting him on the seas because he keeps saying he wants to do it and he wants to play more. So now I'm twisting his arm and telling him he's got to. So we're making a regular thing of it. So that's every Tuesday now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and uh, you've been on the, the midweek mix-up uh, with Wandering Dutch for a, a few a few times now, for sure. Um, I, I've just been accepted as a, as a regular. So, oh, congrats. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, so I'll be on there. I'll be on that. I should have mentioned that as well, really. But yeah, that's every Wednesday night. Yeah. So yeah. that's so at 7 p.m. GMT. So yeah. Good show, Thanks for too. reminding me. <laughs> oh no worries yeah it's a good show i love i love listening to it um and yeah the the vinyls look great too and i have no idea like what the uh what the little ghosty thing on that is uh but i'm sure yeah i still want to find out what that is i still want to talk to someone about that but 
And then uh, uh, just to kind of uh, add a little more context to the sightless combat stream that's that's going on tomorrow. Um, what is uh, I know it's like it's in the afternoon GMT, but it's like 7 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Um, what's the time frame for that? It's like three o'clock for us. Three okay. till five. Yeah, it's three till five BST. Okay. And you guys are doing Gears 5 high buster stuff tomorrow? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Cool. Um, unfortunately, folks won't be able to tune into that because the episode won't be out until Monday. But uh, that is a, a regular stream, and, and I would recommend you guys, uh, anyone listening, go go and support Sightless Combat and support uh, Wandering Dutch and, and everyone here and stuff. It's it's good people in the community uh, for for Xbox fans and stuff. Um, awesome. Well, I think Thank that you. is going to to do it for this episode. Thank you everyone for joining. Thank you everyone for for stopping by. Um, again, we're doing these every uh, last Saturday of the month for the gold hoarders of the patrons. Uh, they get their own channel. They get their opportunity to, to jump in here to uh, chat and just kind of have a good conversation about Sea of Thieves and really kind of see where the state of the game is from community members and not just uh, uh, streamers or, or YouTubers. <laughs> All right, Pirates, that's going to do it for this episode of the Keelhauled Podcast. Thank you to all of the gold hoarders who joined in. And again, if you were part of the Patreon program and you were part of the Captain Tier, you have an open invitation to join us as well, uh, where we come on every month to talk about Sea of Thieves and how things are going. Uh, we've had a really good discussion this month, and I'm looking forward to what next month uh, holds, just because we'll have a little more information, a little more experience under our belt uh, with the latest content as well as the adventures hopefully the mysteries coming this season still uh and i look forward to find out what those are so uh pirates thank you so much if you want to get a hold of me there's plenty of ways to do that uh head over to twitter on uh at uh, c-a-p-t underscore l-o-g-u-n you can always go at uh keelhauled pod if you want to hit up the uh the podcast uh twitter feed as well uh and also if you have some time if you have an opportunity and feel like it's worth it feel free to head over to uh itunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever they're calling it nowadays. Uh, there's a five-star rating system there that will help uh, people who are looking for Sea of Thieves podcasts to know the quality of this one and how you feel about it, uh, as well as Spotify. Spotify is also doing five-star reviews as well. If you happen to be listening on Audible, uh, I don't know what to tell you, except I hope you're reading a good book after this. Um, Pirates, with that, if you want, there's always uh, the Discord server as well, too. You can always jump in and um, see what other players are doing, especially with this adventure that we're in right now you need five people to be able to do it and the best way to do that is to do it with people that you can trust to get a couple ships on a server and help you with it no randos betraying you everyone just helping you out um so with that uh there's the sherpa program if you're looking to do some stuff recently just had the glitter beard event where uh the sherpas went and set up a time to try and get people to experience glitter beard um in the sea of thieves and that was a really great experience and it's a great uh time to be able to to check that out if you were trying to learn more about sea of thieves get pirate legend get your emissary stuff done um join up there as well uh other than that pirates i think that's it if you don't know i do put this up on youtube as well 
well with some B-roll uh, so that you can actually see what's going on in Sea of Thieves, um, what, what I'm playing and how I'm playing uh, when I am recording on my PC um, because that's the only place I can actually capture long form unless I wanted to drag out my Xbox Series X from the living room and hook it up to an inferior capture card. Uh, until then, I will just have to, to keep doing it on my PC, but that's available there if you uh, don't have time to be able to listen to it on your phone or when you're out and about um, and you happen to be at home for an hour or so and you want to listen to the podcast that way. That's going to do it. Um, I will shout out a, uh, my my Xbox wrap-up podcast. Uh, that is my my general gaming news podcast. If you like hearing me talk uh, and you want more of that, that's a good way to get some additional news. It is a, a stream that is for adults. Um, I do not recommend uh, kids listening because I do like to curse on there. I like to get that all out there uh, so that I can keep things nice and clean on here where, um, of course, you know, pirates were, were never cursing. They always had the cleanest of of language uh, when when dealing with each other. So um, now is a great opportunity to jump in, get the gaming news as we are getting closer and closer to that fabled time of fabled 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 time of the year when E3 generally would happen. But uh, other gaming consoles are going to have to pick up the slack now that E3 is dead. It's sad. It happens. But pirates, that's going to do it for this episode of the Killhall Podcast. Uh, thank you. I love you, and I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves. Here Now Audio Fiction Festival 2020. It's Bioshock, the Midnight Series. Based in the dystopian underwater city of Rapture, witness what it was like for civilians from different walks of life before and after Andrew Ryan's city fell. It's a tale of deception, downfall, and survival. The Midnight Series, a podcast by Preston Hardin. Listen on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love the Mass Effect series? And are you looking to learn even more about Mass Effect? The things that you didn't even know that you didn't know? Well, this is your host, Tom, or Robots, and me and my co-host, N7Legend, do a show called The Mass Effect Lorecast. It is available on whatever podcatcher you're listening to this right now. We also do it live on twitch.tv slash robotsradio, 1030 Eastern, 730 Pacific on Sunday nights. So go look it up right now, The Mass Effect Lorecast. We'd love to have you join us.